So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho. I can't sing, but I can say the lyrics of the song. Ruby Riot, you knew her in WWE. Now you may know her somewhere else. A big teaser video from her. Speaking of big men, the biggest big man in WWE, Keith Lee, came back to WWE Raw, oh, just about a month or so ago, and uh, he's not on television anymore. What's going on with him? Plus, could WWE be taking their show out of an arena, not putting it back in the Thunderdome, but putting it on the roof? We'll get into it. It's your Sports Key to Wrestling. Top story of the day, baby. What's up, everybody? How you doing? If you're with us, uh, I know we're a little bit earlier today. Normally, we're on later in the afternoon. I am Kev Callum. That is Jose G. We are early because Jose is going to WWE NXT tonight at the Capital Wrestling Center. Is this your first time at the Capital Wrestling Center? At the at the CWC, I've been to the full sale venue plenty of times, but this is going to be my first time at the Capital Wrestling Center. Um, they got a strict guidelines; everybody's got to wear a mask, and I got to be there at a certain time. So that's why we're on a little bit early. But the news never stops, Kevin. Every no. single day, there's just more and more, and it, just as it, just as soon as you think that you had enough news, bam, you get some more. Mm-hmm. Especially today with Ruby. Yes, Ruby. Who is this Ruby Soho character? I haven't heard of her. We'll explain. You have. Uh, You know that familiar face. Uh, The very, very talented, once known as Heidi Lovelace on the independent circuit, then in WWE is Ruby Riot and the Riot Squad. Uh, Her non-compete is coming up quite, quite soon. A vignette dropped by her on Twitter is pretty interesting. Running to a train and missing the train. People looking into all the clues. If you look at the ticket, it says Orlando to New York. So a lot of people inferring on that. I looked at the footage in the background. It reminded me of the train station in downtown Chicago, the Metro train station, uh, the Union Union or LaSalle. Looked like either one of those. Uh, but the ticket, though, is interesting. A lot of people focus on the ticket in this video. Uh, does not use the rancid song Ruby Soho, which is her name that she's going to be wrestling under, which I think is a great name. It's just a fantastic. You're named after a song. That is, and, and she's a punk rock kid. So cool. I like it. It's such a cool idea. Um, the song though, and the vignette were kind of sad. It was like a sad song. Like she missed the train and, uh, it was Orlando is where WWE NXT is based out of. Oh, she missed the train. Yeah, I love- it was like a bummer. It was like a bummer. It was, but it was also like, what's going to happen if you miss the train, where else are you going? So I liked it. It was very cinematic and very well done and, and uh, and very interesting. I, I want to find out what the song was in it. The song caught me really quickly. What I found really interesting was just all the little tiny little Easter eggs in there, the the the, the train ticket, uh, the background. Obviously, it looks like New York City. What's happening in September in New York City, Kevin? AEW is going to be there. Oh, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of people are already starting to speculate that this is, you know, this is 
Ruby's way of kind of announcing that she will be showing up in mm -hmm. New York City at another promotion. Nothing confirmed, but just a lot of little, uh, little, uh, little, mm -hmm. little dash of this and that. What promote? Obviously, AEW. So if she goes to AEW, and it seems like that's the indication here, um, and it seems like we're going to get more of these vignettes. So some of these could drop while we're doing the show, while you're watching this video. Um, keep an eye on it. We'll have a full coverage of this at sportskeeda.com. If you haven't done it already, go ahead and hit that like button. Go ahead and smash likes. Give us the reactions. Give us your comments. I am responding to your comments, though, for you guys watching on YouTube. Thank you so much on YouTube. You guys are putting us within 500 subscribers of our goal for the summer, which is 20,000 subs. We're going to do something cool. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, when we get to 20,000 subscribers, we're going to do something cool. Uh, we have a ton of different content this week for SummerSlam. Jose will be in Las Vegas. You're going to NXT tonight. You're going to be in Las Vegas with the press conference on Friday. Uh, we have Bobby Lashley just talked to us about SummerSlam. That is up now on the channel as well. So plenty to watch in here. Back into this Ruby Riot story. Uh, she goes to AEW, though. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think she's a real kick in the pants for their uh, their their women's division. And I do think they need something. People can say, oh, they have Britt Baker. They have Britt Baker. But I don't think anyone talks about uh, an, a, a TV-tested star that they have that has had that much TV time that has that much respect in the locker room as Ruby would. I think this would be a great pickup for them if they could get it. And right away, I think she would jump the line in front of everybody and be right in that title picture. Oh, absolutely. A much needed injection into the women's division for AEW. Ruby Riot mm -hmm. would be a perfect fit uh, for good old AE dubs. Up, uh, so we'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens just because there's so much going on with punk tees and this. Daniel Bryan tees and that. Ruby Soho tees and this. It's crazy, man. It's just so much. It's so much. I mean, definitely AEW is making things interesting here. Uh, I will be at Rampage on Friday. That show is sold out over 20,000 tickets. Uh, they did tease it yet again on social media today, saying it will be the televised wrestling event of the year. Uh, and so the anticipation is there. Obviously, this is the destination for CM Punk to return. No new teases today, but obviously uh, they're still stirring the pot. Uh, the latest promo did remind you that Darby Allen says he wants a piece of the best in the world. Uh, Darby Allen will be in the corner of Sting this Wednesday. Sting having his first match back on television on TNT in over 20 years. So very, very big week for them. No sleeping on that. You're getting Sting in the ring. Uh, and obviously we're going to get something with uh, hopefully Mr. Punk on Friday. Uh, I know it's the thing we're talking about every week. I'm not trying to brush over the Ruby Wright thing. It does seem like they're going to, you know, we have that in a couple weeks. Uh, Punk is still the topic, but I do need to bring this up while we're talking about CM Punk, and he is the man of the week, even though SummerSlam's on Saturday, right? The CM Punk steal in the week. Heist of the century. <laughs> uh, and got to talk about this, though. What if he doesn't show up? That's going to be, I don't know if AEW is going to get booed out the I building doubt it. or I doubt, I doubt it at it. this point. But what if it's not CM Punk? What if it's Brian Danielson? If it's if it's Brian Danielson, he's going to get booed out of the building. You think Brian will get booed out of the building? Yes. yes get wow. Booed. People will cheer. They'll go, no. They'll go, no, 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 no. We want to see him punk. And the thing is, it's at this point with the level of anticipation for this. The chatter is so high uh, with CM Punk, CM Punk, CM Punk. If they don't deliver him, anything else is a letdown. Even, even, and this, the sad thing would be, even if it was Brian Danielson, it'd be a letdown. It'd still be exciting. I'm not, I, I, one of the best wrestlers in the world, a seismic force in the business and is in his own right. Could be something really, really special. You have goofs 
online trying to make long essay uh, trolling vignette videos about how uh, you see this one that was floating around. Some people are sharing. I watched 10 seconds of it. I was like, this is a giant waste of time trying to say that Daniel Bryan isn't a needle mover and he needs to retire and not go there. Whatever, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dumb, dumb idea. D- dumb concept. Uh, and uh, and so really, that's a real tone deaf uh, perspective to take here. Um, if Daniel Bryan shows up, he's a heel. If he sh- if Brian Anderson shows up on Friday and he's and he takes CM Punk the CM Punk's uh, big spot there, his big arrival, monster heat, like monster heat, and then the crowd can't say they didn't get a big return that they were waiting for. Right? They got one or a big <laughs> debut. They or got a debut. The- I mean, exactly. let, let, for all intents and purposes, this is CM Punk's night. He's coming out. You know, you're getting him. Like at this point, uh, and you have you have Tony Khan, the president of the company, saying. Whatever fans are expecting, you're going to get what you're expecting. Like, he can't just flat out say it. Um, Punk is doing a round of interviews for the new TV show he's on, Heels, which he's really excited about working on. With Didn't Stephen he drop Amell. a little teaser in one of the interviews um, pretty um, pretty recently, Vaguely, right? but no one's flat out. Uh, I mean, some people have asked him in these interviews. He's done a couple of them, very, very selective. Uh, he did one with Christian Harloff, very popular, great YouTuber, love his content with Movie Schmodown, and I got to watch it earlier today. And uh, they did the whole interview was just about the TV show, which is a very great TV show. The concept of it is really, really good. I haven't checked like, out the first episode yet. I'm, I'm, I haven't either. I need to, to make it. time with it. I also think it's a TV show that I can get uh, my non-wrestling friends to watch because I had I have non-wrestling friends that love Glow and would bring up to me. It's like, is wrestling like this? And I was like, Glow, sort of, you know. So the first season for sure. But this heel show is basically like a territory in the 80s trying to come back. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And they, they talk about all the different dynamics. And, you know, you're going to have your McMahon type character. And mm-hmm. and uh, here is Punk is kind of playing like a version of several different Southern wrestlers from the 80s and 70s. Uh, and some people say there might be some Michael P.S. Hayes in there. They kind of alluded to that in the interview or just like a different pieces of it. He wouldn't say anything else. He's like, I want people to watch it and enjoy it, especially with the wrestling fans. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And Car- Harloff, Christian Harloff, doing this interview with him, who's interviewed him before, never asked him if he's going to see him punk. Or he's going to, if punk's going to AEW, never brings it up. He only talks about like his transition to acting and how he takes acting seriously. And then there's a wrap up segment. And Harloff says, I wasn't going to do that. I don't think that's right. And I wonder if I interviewed him now before Friday, I wouldn't want to ask him that because he's not going to give you uh, a straight up answer. I- I've seen some interviews where it has been brought up or, you know, don't flat out ask me that. I've had people say that. There was a wrestler who came back to WWE in um, 2008. And you can you can kind of think about what that is. All right. And it was a big, big, big thing. And before he came back to WWE, he had a big project he was doing on his own. He did a round of interviews. And I was in the early days of podcasting. And we did the interview, but we were flat out told, just don't flat out ask if he's going to WWE. Just don't, just don't ask that. Like, Find another way to do it. You can allude to some other things that he's doing, but just don't flat out ask him that because he doesn't want to say no. You know what I mean? Like, so like, yeah. and he doesn't want to have to say yes either. Uh, so there, it's a weird scenario, guys. Patience is the key here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday will be interesting. Uh, and I doubt WWE will sit on their laurels here. We're going to, we're going to get something from WWE on SmackDown on Friday. Do sure. you think that this is going to be the single most important reek in professional wrestling within the last decade or two? You know, we kind of thought that with WrestleMania, just because WrestleMania was coming back and it was in front of fans. Mm-hmm. Um, but this stuff, this definitely feels bigger. Uh, but at the same time, we have the Delta variant and our shutdown is going to happen. You know, I mean, you have some school districts in Nevada today that announced it. I'm in Chicago. We just announced an indoor mask mandate. Mm-hmm. 
so that just happened. And then you hear that Live Nation, and if you don't know this, if you guys want to go to concert, uh, any venue, almost n- like a majority of the live venues you go to in any major city in the United States, I know in Orlando where you are, it, it, it's the same thing. Live Nation is Ticketmaster, and they own the venues. And they've now put out a mandate. All of their employees have to get vaccinated. You come to our shows, you have to show a vaccination card, or you have to show uh, a negative test from the last 70, 72 hours. But on top of it, if you got vaccinated in the early stage of vaccines, some of those vaccines, you're going to need to get another one. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm near the end. I'm near the end of my six months. <laughs> so I'm going to get my fun in while I still have my six-month window in, right? Yeah, I think they just announced the third uh, the, the third one, the third yeah, booster so, shot. Yeah, but then that's going to be a whole other – that's going yeah. to eat up the whole winter, you know? So it seems like the timing of that was done so that maybe they just keep everyone home during the winter as much as they can. <laughs> Oh man, this thing's crazy here. Uh, so CM Punk shows up. It's going to be insane. I will be there. We'll have a lot of special coverage. You guys will be in Vegas. A lot going on here. Uh, oh, yeah. Steph, um, what, what do you think, man? This is this is an insane week. I, I, that's why I asked you that question, man, because it almost feels like one of the most important weeks in this business, and not only from the business standpoint from the performer standpoint mm-hmm. but also from a media coverage standpoint because yeah. there hasn't been so much hype around professional wrestling f- for this particular reason that cm punk is coming back this guy hasn't been wrestling since 2014 i mean i can't really think of another t- uh, time in the last 20 years where everybody's had this big buzz around one person coming back into professional wrestling not necessarily just wwe but just into the sport of professional wrestling. And I think this is one of the most anticipated returns in the last 20, in the last 20 years. Definitely be interesting here. Paul Savage sounding off here on the Ruby riot issue, Ruby Soho coming back. So Paul saying, so Ruby needs to come back to WWE. What happened with Lacey Evans? I hope Lily all becomes a permanent wrestler. Now someone must play her as a tag team role. Who's going to be Lily? Is Lily going to become a real character? Uh, I think there'll be a Chucky Lily crossover, right? That's that's oh, USA Network has the Chucky yeah, doll they, show. They got the October. Uh, the, yeah, it starts in October on USA Network, the new <laughs> Chucky series. Yeah, so they might do something uh, with that angle with Lily. It, it's, a lo- it's a missed I, opportunity if you don't do something there. Yeah, Ch- Chucky will work a, a match, uh, work a dark match with Lily. <laughs> they're they're going to have a full backstage completely animated oh, goofball God, this is, thing yeah this and is gonna be the, ridiculous and jim Cornette will like have an aneurysm watching it <laughs> like it's jim really vince vince ruth is gonna have an aneurysm bro <laughs> uh yeah the bro counter will be losing it there uh check out vince russo covering monday at raw every single monday night we have a fresh episode of that of that up now uh and, and vince not kind to this week's monday at raw uh and they go home to SummerSlam. let's get into it here someone on monday at raw we haven't seen much of since they've been back and in the fold in w WWE, someone who made headlines last week revealing why he was out of action for such a long time is the man who demands that you bask in his glory, Keith oh, Lee. Uh, backstage uh, uh, details on Keith Lee. You would think big name coming back to Monday at Raw, uh, that they would be able to find something for him to do. But seems like all of the trajectory for SummerSlam is set. Obviously, it's in less than a week. Uh, and there's some names that are not on this card for SummerSlam. Uh, most notably, Keith Lee. And the New Day. Uh, the New Day are not a part of this show. The New Day are still working Monday at Raw tapings, but not on television. They appeared briefly on TV this week and have been working the dark <laughs> the matches. Now uh, now you have Keith Lee in the same case, working dark matches. They're just untelevised stuff. He's still in front of the live crowds. He's still getting the reps in front of the live crowds, still working the house shows and the super shows and the live events they have. 
uh, that WWE is on this big tour, getting you know fans buying tickets again, and tickets are up because John Cena is a part of it all. Uh, so it's interesting, though. You know, some people getting lost in the shuffle here. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Um, but what we know right now uh, regarding Keith Lee is that the word is that he's been working these dark matches. Uh, so really, can the so the company can figure out what's best for him moving forward. PW Insider is reporting that these dark matches are actually designed to be short squash matches uh, for Lee. We actually had one last week on main event where he went up a local indie veteran, Chico Adams. Same story. It was a quick squash match. Uh, but it, basically, they're just booking him this way to refine Lee and to see what really is going to work best for him uh, going forward. As you guys know, he had his last match against Karrion Cross. He got a win over Karrion Cross. But ever since he got that win, they haven't really capitalized anything which is crazy. on Keith Lee, which is crazy because you beat the NXT champion. So, But they're still trying to, I guess, figure out what this storyline is with Cross and Jeff Hardy. So therefore, Keith Lee gets uh, sent over to the dark matches. But that's not a bad thing because that way they can figure out what they're going to do. And that way he's not sitting at home, not doing anything. They're still using him. Uh, so let's just have a little bit more patience with Keith Lee. And, and also, what are you going to plug him into? Like, whatever you would plug him into right now. You got to wait until after SummerSlam. Everything's already booked up for SummerSlam. So yeah, just, and, and you know, the SummerSlam rules. card right now is Saturday. It's it's set. I mean, if they put something on the, on the kickoff show that's like a big multi-man match, uh, I wouldn't mind that, you know, that's not the worst place to be. Everyone thinks it's a, oh, it's an insult to be on the kickoff show. No, no, it isn't. You get to be seen probably by more people on the kickoff show than you do mm -hmm. the pay-per-view card. Uh, everyone said that when the Mysterios and the Usos fought each other in a kickoff match, it was like, no, that's a, you're selling the paper. You're, good, you're technically opening the show. You're technically opening the show in that regard for the live crowd. So uh, that makes a complete difference here, guys. I don't think it's a big deal here. Uh, let me know what fans are thinking here. Dave Coffey saying, Keith is probably getting back into wrestling. Shape. You know, the other thing is this guy's coming off a very serious heart issue and COVID. And there's some mm -hmm. people with different issues with COVID. I have friends of mine who were very physically active, physically fit, had COVID. And for months, like they, they were fine. They could go back to work and do things, but they just did not feel like themselves physically, uh, even a bit mentally. Uh, for a few months, you know, and so I'm mean, everyone responds to it a different way. Jeff Hardy's back in the ring, you know, he, mm -hmm. he had COVID a while ago and he must have cleared it, you know. So it's it's gonna and how do you schedule that? How do you, and not everyone comes out of COVID at the same time? So I mean, you had Hardy and Cross lined up together. So all right, Keith Lee, pop in there with with this guy. You know, it's moving pieces, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and he's kind of coming back to the full. But I like that WWE got him back. They didn't just say, hey. You know, just stay at home until we figure something out. Yes, you know? exactly. And that's the important thing, especially with all these cuts and releases we've had since the beginning of the year. We're very fortunate to still have Keith Lee on our roster because I think if, if, if Keith Lee would have gotten released, there would have been a huge revolt. If you thought Braun Strowman's release was appalling and Samoa Joe's release was appalling, if people – and Bray Wyatt – if people would have seen Keith Lee get released, there would have definitely be some serious ramifications for that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, definitely an interesting thing here. Uh, do want to? I was going to bring this up, but we already have people texting us about it. Have you heard this story about the Royal Rumble? The Royal Rumble annually goes down in January. Usually, it tends to be yep. WWE's January Classic. Now, with WWE's new relationship with NBC Universal uh, Peacock, they're kind of playing with the idea of pay per views. Now, pay per views are still going to be pay per views, but are they Sunday night occasions? Are they now Saturday night things? Because SummerSlam is going to be on a Saturday night. WWE liked this idea of doing two nights of WrestleMania, and one of those nights is a Saturday night. 
Uh, also, you now have conflicts when you're dealing more with the streaming service that has major sports on it. Uh, there's some people talking that NBC Universal will be able to get the rights to stream some NFL games or some NFL content of some mm-hmm. kind Very true. In, yep. in the fall. Uh, and so that would create a real conflict. Do we want to do a live NFL game and a WWE Network special like Royal Rumble on the same night? Sometimes you have those conflicts there. Royal Rumble always tends to be, uh, it, it it will bump into a playoff game or two. And you know, around that time of January, you're talking about NFL playoffs. Those are huge ratings boosts, you know? And WWE always tries to find the night, you know, between the Super Bowl, the NFC, AFC championship games, and get mm-hmm. in between there, get in between that, that two-week gap. Um, would it be better for WWE to be like, hey, what if we ran in February? That's the talk right now from multiple sources talking about this. And uh, I'm going to put it out there. I think they would put this game on the set. They would put the Royal Rumble on, not on a Sunday in February, the Saturday night before the Super Bowl. Saturday the 5th? Saturday the 5th. You know what? If it's only by a week, I don't mind. But if you're going to push it all the way into the end of February, then that just doesn't make any sense. Um, You know, this whole Peacock deal has just been kind of like up and down and left and right. Um, And it almost seems, I get it why they did it. I get why WWE made this deal. It puts the product in over more than 30 plus million people with the subscription service. But then you're going to have this problem, just like you mentioned, that you're running in because they do broadcast live soccer. Well, now they have a deal with the NFL mm-hmm. uh, going going into 2022. So yes, multiple networks do, but like, you know, exactly. Yeah. But this is going to be a, this is going to be a problem, you know, because now WWE is forced to shuffle their dates and shuffle their pay-per-views when we're all accustomed to seeing them on a Sunday night. You know, so I, I don't know. It's for me, it's a love and hate relationship with Peacock. Uh, but if I, think, I, think the, out, I think the look at how Royal, the look at how the SummerSlam show does, yeah. and the look at what it's like, and when if they look Saturday, it's fine. I'm okay with a Saturday night. If I know the international Saturday, fans would love fine. it. The fans in the UK, three or four weeks out. Fans in the UK would love it. Uh, I know we we have all of our friends in India that we work with at Sports Kita. They've said we like the idea of a Saturday night show because that's on a Sunday for us, you know, like they, with the time difference and everything like that. And maybe it becomes more of an international appeal to to go and get Peacock if you can get it with everything else that it has to offer. I don't know how internationally available it is, you know, with a VPN. Who knows? You can get it right. Um, it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting if you do these changes. Those aren't the, Kevin. What else? They, they're talking about doing this crazy thing here. And I want to tip of the cap to my, 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 my buddies over at WrestlingInc.com, Mark Middleton, Nick Hausman, uh, reporting on this story and, and follow up on, on, on obviously WrestleVotes, who drops all these big scoops, right? And WrestleVotes is saying that WWE is exploring the idea of doing something called off-site events uh, because they looked at the success of Major League Baseball's Field of Dreams games. The NHL did this with their uh, arena, their stadium games that they did the past few years. Those have grown and become more interesting, right? Uh, and you saw them do, they were doing games outdoors, you know, yeah. doing different NBA's stuff. Been doing some of the same stuff. They've been doing kind of like a street ball league outside of the court. So, yeah, they're doing something similar like yeah, that. Yeah, something, something to like shake it up a little bit and do it here and there, right? 
and it creates new opportunity for advertising and and fresh scenarios, right? And WWE kind of already had did it with the Thunderdome. They did it Money in the Bank last year. And there's some ideas they're looking at doing these things at. And the creative team included a return to the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City, more direct festival shows like Rolling Loud. WWE did have matches at the Hip Hop mm-hmm. Festival Rolling Loud and a Raw on the Roof special which could see WWE return to the roof of WWE headquarters like they did for Money in the Bank last year. An entire lie, Monday Night cool. Raw on that the top cool. of their headquarters. I'm going to say I'm okay with that. If they did an entire Monday Night Raw from WWE headquarters, a television show, do this stuff with TV too. Make television important, not just the pay-per-views, right? Um, if you do this is these fun gimmicks on TV, that's interesting. Like they do the old school Raws and stuff like that. All right, well, it's a fresh new coat of paint that we can do to make this kind of like a special holiday. I would love, I, I am, I'm a fan of that money in the bank. I thought it was a fun kind of like wacky races, wrestling type thing. You know, um, I would enjoy something like that. Yeah. I, I thoroughly enjoyed money in the bank last year when they had it in the roof. Uh, it'll be, interesting it wasn't to the see best if, one, but it was definitely, it wasn't, different. but it was very entertaining. Yeah. And if they can put on a three hour show, from the roof or even just use the entire building, you know, to create some really cool television. I think that would bring in a lot of eyes because that's something that really hasn't been done before. Uh, So we'll see. Hammerstein ballroom. That'd be awesome. If they did a Monday night raw from like a smaller venue, not just a big arena and just shake it up. It's like, you want wrestling? We're going to give you true wrestling and then host it from a a sports auditorium right down the road, you know, at at a high school gym at the the nearest, at the nearest YMCA, you know, with like 50 people in attendance. Do raw homecoming. Do it but you at keep like everything like high graphic, you know, you, you keep the pyro, oh. but it's like a small venue, you know? Yes. <laughs> There's a great promotion a in Chicago, uh, great promotion that runs in Southern, the South suburbs of Chicago called warrior wrestling. They're successful. Uh, they are competitor. I am, I am, I'm an AAW guy in Chicago. I have no problem saying that. I number hey, one, don't... number one guys. Sorry. I got to say it. Number one. Uh, but Warrior Wrestling ran shows in the pandemic because they had a football field. And they they run all of their shows at one high school. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool if WWE did this. If they just did a show at a high school football field, I was like, that'd be actually really awesome. Like, do do things out of the box. If you guys have crazy ideas for where you want to see a WWE show on television that's just not normal, uh, let us know in the comments below. And I will respond and rate your ideas as accordingly such because everything on the Internet has to be rated uh and uh people saying scott Berkson have a street fight on a real street <laughs> <laughs> yes i completely support that uh yeah so people saying they want to they, they're like oh he, he also wants a cage match at a zoo i don't know if he can do that that'd be ridiculous i don't know if the animals would be fond of see, it if we had braun Strowman, we could see braun Strowman against an elephant or braun Strowman against a tiger he's already done it on instagram he'll do it on monday night raw if you're looking for a fun animal-related video, we just did the top 10 animals that have appeared in WWE and WCW. You can check out that video that is up now on our channel. Uh, Scott Steiner bought a tiger to the ring in WCW. It was a real thing that happened here. Uh, a lot of people with ridiculous ideas here. Uh, <laughs> they want real tigers. We want real tigers. There's going to be a cage match, and if you lose the cage, you get out of the cage, there's real tigers around the cage. It's They're their lumberjacks. Oh, man. Yeah. I like that. 
Yeah, it'd be a ridiculous idea. <laughs> you go outside, you get mauled by a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can hear I can hear Pat McAfee and Michael Cole. You gotta be kidding me! He's getting mauled by a tiger, Cole. That is vintage grizzly bear. Vintage grizzly bear. <laughs> That's vintage polar tiger. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> um, Zane Jaffrey saying, have a Punjabi prison match in a prison. In Punjabi. <laughs> in Punjabi. Dude, you know, they, um, this is a crazy idea. I've always heard this. I got to double check my research on this. This just kind of prompts my mind. Is There was a talk of WWE doing a match. I think I may have heard this on Bruce Pritchard show. Another Bruce Pritchard reference. And I think this is all a Bruce Pritchard idea. Like all these ideas sound like something Bruce Pritchard would want to do in a good way. And I don't mean that a bad way, but they had talked about doing some type of match on Alcatraz. Oh, like, that would be bad. And they would like film a match at the infamous Island prison off the, off the coast of San Francisco in California. And I was like, yeah, dude, I would love that. That would be so cool. If they did a show at a prison, if they did a show in a prison now, like a real prison, that would be cool. They should do a hell, cell, a hell in a cell pay-per-view from Alcatraz. They do tribute to the troops. Like, do a tribute to the troops on TV. Like, well, they already, it's already a TV special, so what's the point of that? Uh, I, yeah. Um, there's a lot, a lot of crazy ideas here. People want a cow pasture match. I don't know if the wrestlers would like that. <laughs> cow tipping match. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> WWE at the WWE is going to be at the, the, the county fair. <laughs> We're going to put... <laughs> I'm going to make you, you do it all the time. <laughs> you get to see Roman Reigns versus John Cena. I wouldn't mind them at music festivals. Uh, I think there's plenty of music festivals they could do stuff at. That would be really, really cool. I'd be okay with that. Uh, and I could see them doing something Super Bowl week. You know, like at the Super Bowl, or you know, with your with your new network TV partners, right? Doing something like that. You know, they did. What they what they do? Um, they did like a, a match during like a football game last year. Like they yeah, they the match they, on. Was it last year? I know a few years ago they had this the uh, halftime heat with NXT. That was a few years ago. They did halftime heat, and then they had like a SmackDown match. They taped for an NFL special. It was like, it was the pregame to the Super Bowl, and they they aired like a WWE match, WWE taped a match for them. Oh, yeah, just you're right. Yeah, but it wasn't anything high profile. I think it was... It was like a, a simple a, Roman Reigns versus yeah, a Dolph Ziggler yeah. match, I think. But it was yeah. like, hey, remind you what WWE is, and we're on we're on Friday nights. Uh, yeah, so a lot, a lot of different people here with, with crazy ideas. A lot of people still talking about the same keep, show. Keep up. commenting. Guys, make sure you just keep commenting your crazy ideas for these gimmick matches because we're going to respond to them in the in the comment section. And also make sure you're subscribing to our Sports Kita channel. Tons of interviews there. And we got a really big one with Bobby Lashley, don't we, Kevin? Absolutely. Bobby Lashley alluding to the Hurt Business. I thought the Hurt Business was done. Yeah, we get into it. <laughs> we get into it. Uh, it's a very interesting conversation. He obviously talks about his huge match this weekend with Goldberg and why that match is still very much a very, very big deal for him and why he wants to have a big match with this legendary figure. We'll talk about that. You can watch it, listen to it. It's also available on our podcast feed. And unfortunately, our SummerSlam trivia showdown where I compete against Rick Uccino is up. You can watch that. I, I listen. I'm right. I'm right there with you. I feel for you. I know that feeling, Kevin. But you know, you just gotta dust it off, shrug it off, because we gotta get ready for this triple threat match 
coming up. This triple threat trivia challenge coming up for Extreme Rules. I'm so down. You, I'm down. You, you don't got to worry about Rico by, by himself. You got to worry about me, too. Okay. All right. Everybody's coming for a spot here. All right. Uh, <laughs> people people want Coachella Mania. They want that to happen. Okay. James. Stop. James. Espanto. Fernando. Why? Texan and San. Great show, guys. Great show to you. You guys had a great show. Thank you so much. Jose going to be busy at NXT tonight. We're going to have some posties. We're going to have some pictures and stuff like that on our socials. So let me keep an eye out on that. Everyone's just yeah. taking the literal concept. You know, like WWE <laughs> takes something from a place and then does it. People are texting us their ideas for weird places where WWE can do a match. They want a street fight in the street. They want a Punjabi prison match in, in Punjabi, India. James wants a casket match in a graveyard. So well, they've done a graveyard match. They've done a boneyard match. They've done a boneyard it. match. It's yep. done. It's done. So uh, definitely continue to tell us your weird places where you want to see WWE do something uh, in the comments below. If you're watching on demand, share the link so you don't stink. If you find some new wrestling fans, you think that'll enjoy all of our content, which comes out nearly seven days a week. All right, boom. Get boom. on it. Get on it. Click the subscribe button on YouTube. If you're watching us on Facebook, pop over to YouTube. Helps us out a whole lot as we make that march towards twenty. Okay. All right. So get We're on almost board. there, guys. So hit that subscribe there. notification bell. Yeah, it'd be great if we if, if we get to do it before SummerSlam. We'll do something really cool. We'll do a really cool surprise thing for you guys. We'll 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 launch it out there here. Yeah. Uh yes, uh, people talk about that mask mandate here. Will this affect the ticket sales for Rampage? I'm uh, Jay Flishiano, good friend of the show. I want to get this question in here. Uh Jay, no, I think it show is sold out. I, I mean, so I don't know if that's gonna affect future wrestling events i don't know if that's going to make a lot of tickets go on the sale by the way because we have all out in a few weeks after this uh and that 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 is a chicago mandate by the way uh i do believe that's going to affect the other events they have in suburban chicago which are in cook county uh so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out i don't know if it'll affect the show i don't think it'll prevent the show from being good at all i mean it'll be fine people wear masks do put it put your mask on do what you're supposed it to didn't do. Affect, it didn't affect anything in Orlando. So I'm going to yeah, go and, and say went, went, it's not going to affect anything. You went to WrestleMania, but how do you police that? How do you, how do you walk exactly. into a crowd of like 17,000 people and say, put your mask on? You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So unless you have people in the ring saying, hey, I'm not going to wrestle unless everyone puts their mask on. <laughs> you're going to people do you're going to people saying that some, sometimes. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I uh, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Remember when watching wrestling, do the most important thing that you can do. Follow Jose G. Jose underscore G underscore official. Follow Kevin Kelm. Follow SK Wrestling. And remember, do what, Jose? Guys, really important. Mm -hmm. You have to enjoy wrestling. Enjoy it. Enjoy All right. It. Yeah. Enjoy it. <laughs>